Welcome to Psychic Sisters. We are two souls on a mission to demystify what it means to be psychic. I'm Gabrielle and this is my soul sister Cass. And if you're ready to understand what being psychic really means, come join us weekly because psychicness isn't out of this world, it's grounded in ourselves. And honestly, we are so sick of the lies, the misconceptions and the misconstrued nature of what they say it is. So come learn the truth with us and let yourself be psychic. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's podcast. We are so freaking grateful that you're here because today we are talking about one of my all-time favorite Mm. things. Mm -hmm. And what is it? Personal development. Yeah. Which we both love. Yeah. We're a little bit in this industry. Like, we love nothing more than witnessing ourselves and not asking how can we do better, but... How can we actually be better? And self-development isn't like running up a corporate ladder, right? Let's get some things straight. Mm. It isn't just trying to get more things. Like when we look at a lens of self-development, we're removing the structure of society and we're looking at ourselves as a human. First and foremost, like what actually brings you health, happiness, and joy? And what makes you feel safe and loved and accepted? Mm. Yeah, I love that. I feel like it's really important for people, you know, when we're kind of venturing down this personal development train journey that, you know, if you're listening to this, you would be on some end of the spectrum, right? It's just recognizing that, you know, for me, it was always about recognizing that I was a soul. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that's when I first started on my personal development journey, I, you know, was not coming from it from a space of my intuition or, you know, from spirituality. It was literally just this realization of like me being a soul, not just this body, like that essence of me needs work and needs healing and, you know, diving into it from that space, Mm. which has just been, you know, transformational for me. I would like to just like, I don't have a really good explanation other than like the basic understanding of what I've witnessed hundreds Mm. and hundreds of people go through. Normally I'd like to say basic white girl, but Mm -hmm. I feel like that's racist. I'm not quite sure what to say, but now you get the gist. Um, Is that we kind of like start waking up and then we start to work on our body and the food we intake. And Mm. then we might like go into like essential living and then we might like start to do our Reiki certification and then we might start channeling and then we might start having an awarenesses that we're just trying to like run up a corporate ladder and then we could questioning the society and then we're like shit what is this world and then yeah it's like you just described my life yeah, yeah. I'm really good at seeing patterns yeah I love that yeah absolutely <laughs> like you know for, for me guys you know I I stepped into this space because I consciously decided that I wanted to eat healthier and and through that journey of uh losing quite a substantial amount of weight I recognized how important it was to be aware of my energy and my frequency and I started to see food as energy not just something that I was actually putting into my body it held a frequency and then that was honestly just the catalyst for 
everything. That was, you know, 2018, 2019 for me. And then, you know, starting my business by the end of that year, purely just because I decided to intentionally prioritize myself. Mm. And I love what you just said there, that food is frequency. So let's talk a little bit, a little bit about frequency. So what is frequency in your definition? I just did a podcast on this yesterday. Mm. So like, I'm, I'm going to ask your... Yeah. Well, I mean, I always just describe frequency, energy, same thing, right? It is... It, it is the makeup that makes up our entire universe, right? Oh, it is the makeup that makes us in our entire universe. Mm. Mm. Oh, baby. That was, good. that was good. Might have to get that back. <laughs> um, yeah, because, I mean, that's literally it. And so for me, like, that's why my journey kind of went from like, oh, okay. And, you know, guys, I was tracking my macros, which is kind of how, like, my understanding of food as energy kind of, like, it tweaked my mind a little bit and opened my awareness up a little bit. And then, yeah, I just, I became more conscious of energy as a whole, not just from the food. I'm like, okay, like what products am I putting on my skin? Like, what am I coming into contact with? Who am I coming into contact with? You know, at the time I was uh, working, you know, in in finance as as a bank manager. And so I was really recognizing the people and the frequencies that I was interacting with would like, you know, impact me. Mm. So let's break down things that affect our frequencies. So we've talked about food Mm. and people and let's be real real here so any person you come into contact can affect your frequency so like that made me real thirsty um like when you are looking at your life you need to look at the five people you spend the most amount of time with like for me right now that's my coach and cast are like the two top tier people that i spend the most amount of time with and they're fucking inspirational like if the people in your life aren't inspirational enough go and find someone who is like your frequency matters like you can't just keep doing the same thing and hope for different choices so like the people in our lives the house that we live in the plants that we have the what else the movement in our body like Mm. if we choose to move our body or not how we choose to process inside of our mind our mind has its own frequency whether it be positive or negative yeah and i just think about the emotions and stuff too like if we're not sifting through the emotions that are coming up in our body that's when they're going to become stagnant within our body and that is going to affect our frequency yeah and they get stored whether we believe it's in the chakra system or the body at a Mm. whole depending if you're looking through a reiki lens and this is why so many people who go on that basic journey Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. start learning reiki because it's the first easiest and i'm really going to point it out for what it is the cheapest modality Mm. where you learn to be your own healer yeah and as i've said so many times like you know being reiki trained was a huge catalyst for my journey and again it just comes from this understanding of like energy as a whole and how we can actually you know manipulate it and move it and actually kind of like work with it yeah and i think so many people who feel out of control like today i had a conversation with you only a few Mm. hours ago so many people feel out of control right and when we feel out of control we're not just saying like things are the world is happening to us and not for us but we're also saying we don't have any responsibility or control over our own body Mm. and when we start to do frequency work it's like holy shit, I'm actually in control of the food I put in my body, the people I spend the most time with, the job that I go to. Like, you're not out of control. Mm. You're just choosing not to take awareness to the habitual patterns that you have. And I'm not even going to say choices. I'm going to say habitual patterns. Mm. Yes, I love that. I think as well, like, 
recognizing i'm just like coming to crystals like i feel like even something as simple as crystals for me like really helped change the game in terms of my frequency you know because i started to work with them through the lens of adjusting or you know elevating yes elevating the frequency of my of my being and then obviously placing it around spaces like i was telling you i hid them in my old workplace Mm. Um, and I always had them around my house, like really just finding little ways like that to, you know, work with the energy, whether it be crystals, the food you eat, the people, Reiki, whatever. Yeah. And I think we, a lot of people feel out of control in their life, like everything's happening to them. And when we start to work on a frequency level, this is where we take control. And whether you do that through Reiki or crystals or healing or going to see a counselor or a psychologist or whether you go down the holistic route, you are learning that you're in control of yourself. Yeah. What kind of holistic sort of like healings have you done besides Reiki? Just... Um, I went to a kinesiologist for five years. Mm-hmm. I've always been to therapy. I'm like a big therapy mm-hmm. advocate. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also done theta healing. Mm-hmm. We've done that one by our old conjoint coach. What was that? Timeline therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've done a lot of um, chicken quack quack hypnosis. hypnosis. <laughs> I've done a lot of hypnosis in my life. Mm. Um, there would be more, but I would really have to think. They're probably the ones I didn't go back to a lot. I've yeah. done a lot of past life readings. Like yeah. I do them and had them done to me in a lot of Akashic records and tarot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice having an in-person tarot reader, isn't it? Yeah, I'd really like it. <laughs> like one soon. <laughs> no pressure for me. Yeah, I feel like, um, you know, there's so many different modalities for us. You know, we always obviously talk about the ones that we specifically use within our own business, but there are lots of others out there. You know, I've had acupuncture even, which is oh, an yeah. amazing... Yeah, have you had acupuncture? I go, every time I go get a massage. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, love that. And even massaging. Even getting a massage is an amazing way to, like, shift and, your like, frequency. float therapy or yeah. um, infrared sauna. <laughs> Look we at were that. literally just talking about that this morning. I love that. Yeah, there's so many different things that you could be, you know, doing to, to really, you know, shift yourself. Because, like, honestly... Yes, personal development is amazing, and I guess I'd loved it. We've spoken about the frequency component of this, but, like, for me, like, the self-development is so much about the mind because, you know, that's where my passion lies and, like, Mm -hmm. really actually um, learning through this process about you and, and having those deep awarenesses and actually, you know, learning how you as an individual are reacting and operating within this collective unit that we are Mm. like I think yes absolutely my journey has been so spiritual has been you know so intuitive and healing in terms of my energy and my emotions like the last 12 months of my life was purely emotions and energy work it was so fun but really before that I was literally just on this journey of like expanding my mind and my consciousness Mm. do you feel like your journey was a little bit like that as well no no I Mm, feel like Mm. my journey was completely different so it came from a place of being completely unwell Mm. so I was diagnosed cp ctpsd so which is like you struggle to sleep you have flashbacks you 
don't feel safe within your being. So when I kind of had that diagnosis and I had the awareness that I was struggling to get out of my fight or flight response at any point in my day. So mine was really psychological based. Like, mm. like how do you get your body back to a frequency? This is like how my actual journey started. How do I get my body back to a place where it feels safe? Mm. And I worked a long time. I wasn't, I was like, everyone was like, you just get on medication. And mm. I was like, I was like, auntie, I was like, that's not going to happen for me. It's not going to support me. It's not going to help me. I come from family of addiction. I'm just not getting on any substances. I just, I can't morally have that within my temple. And at the time I didn't know that my body was a temple, but now I do. And I'm so grateful for that stubborn streak that happened. Mm. So my journey was really starting to go to find holistic things like naturopath. Mm. And naturopath is really the thing that healed me on a way of finding natural plant medicine mm. to heal me. Like you, I take this powder every day. It's called Allergex by Nutramatic. No, not Nutramatic. Mm. That's a face mm. thing. Metagenics. Mm. Anyways, that's the company that has this really calming powder. And like, you have to have like a prescription to get all of this stuff, guys. But it's just this really amazing company that just makes tinctures that support the system and the body and that was really my way in and then I had my car accident Mm -hmm. and then it kind of was like the second car accident Mm -hmm. and then it kind of went into the like spiritual realm of it all yeah so it was really more about trying to come back to the body Mm -hmm. than I guess the intellectualization of it it was like I'm so wired how do I find peace within that yeah, I feel that. Like, I feel like mine was very similar in the fact of, like, I was obviously in such a, a place of, like, feeling lost and, you know, I was highly anxious and, you know, yes, I started to obviously work on just feeling better within my body. But then through that process, like, guys, like, I lost, full disclosure, like, I think it was in 2018, 2019, I lost, like, 30-odd kilos or something. And, like, with that amount of, like, weight loss, like, I had a complete identity crisis. But it was also at a point in my life where I was, like, oh, my God, like, what what am I even doing with my life? Because I'd done so much expanding of my mind that I was actually, for the first time, questioning life, right? Mm. Getting out of autopilot. And I feel like that's where personal development gets really, really important, because so many people are not questioning things. They're not questioning their life. Yeah, they're just either talking themselves out of it. I was having this conversation with one of my clients today, mm. but talking ourselves out of it or we're just admitting defeat. Yeah. Yeah, I love that analogy. Yeah. Mm. It's, life is pure. I was literally just saying something to someone yesterday. Like li- all that life is is choices. Nothing is predestined. I you know I talk a lot about there being, you know, like the divine plan. And when I talk about that, all I'm really implying is that like there is something amazing destined out there for you. However you get there, it doesn't really matter. You're going to get there. All of the choices that you make between now and then are just going to be a bunch of lessons to start before you get to, like, that grand goal Mm. of the amazing life that you desire. And just you're not going to get there through living life the way that you have been. And you have to start questioning. You have to start going, what do I actually want? And really push yourself past the boundaries and be uncomfortable in whatever way that looks. Maybe you need to go into your body first. Maybe you need to just learn about yourself. Like, for me, it was like... 
I just had to go into this deep dive of self-discovery of like, who the fuck is Cassie? Because like the person that I'm looking in the mirror right now is not me. Mm. And, you know, let the journey unfold from there. Yeah. And I think what I really want to reflect on that is something that really hits home for me is like when we get told, I don't know about you, but I get told all the time that I'm so lucky and I'm so young and I seem to have all my shit together. Mm. And I, my initial thing that I used to get like all defensive about it. And now I'm like, yeah, I like, I fully acknowledge that I am young, but I've chosen to stretch myself every day, not stress myself into new and uncomfortable situations to be too far out of my comfort zone. But every day I will stretch myself into something new. And that's what healing is. It's actually going to the places that are uncomfortable and sitting within those and seeing the version of ourselves that we once were or once wasn't and accepting and choosing again. And instead of talking ourselves out of something or just admitting defeat, we're actively deciding because all this life is, is really like making a decision, but most Mm. people aren't making decisions. They're letting life happen to them. Mm. So it's making decisions that feel congruent with who you fucking want to be. I think, yes, that was beautiful. Thank Goosebumps. You. I think a lot of people that I talk to, you know, they'll, they'll be talking about, um, you know, being going through their spiritual awakening or, you know, waking up or just becoming a lot more self-aware. And, and you know, you people may not realize listening to this or, or, you know, coming to our events or whatever or just connecting with us in some space that this journey isn't easy. And I think that a lot of people just presume that because we've stepped into this space of being, you know, healers and coaches and readers or, you know, just being in this self-development space that, you know, we've done all the work or that, yeah, well, or that like life is easy. You know, we're constantly battling shadows and, and fears and we're constantly coming up against resistance. It's just the only difference between those who are like... Would, it's those who are doing the work are actually able to sit in their dark shit and are able to really navigate through it. And that happens because, you know, you've learned how to actually do that. Yeah. And I think, can I reframe that? Is that Please. okay? Like, I think we all use this word shadow. Mm. And I was just literally on a fucking call and I was like, I need to stop calling it shadow work with you and start calling it shadow play. Because it's not doing anything. It's not sitting there and going, I need to intentionally cry and release in order to do the work. It's like, I just accept what what is. Mm. It's like this deep, like, fucking, I see that cycle or I see that belief system that my parents gave me or I see the trauma I inherited or I see how that person probably fucked me up or how that person's a narcissist or I see how that cycle has hurt me more than I ever realized and I'm okay to change it because I'm going to accept who I was in that moment and know that I don't have to do that going forward. I get to choose again. Shadow work is the act of witnessing and choosing again. Mm. Let's you write, that, write down. that down. Yeah, good. That was good. I like that. It's so true. I think that, you know, um, shadow work or shadow play um, is so widely spoken about these days and that there is like a bit of a misconstrued nature about what it is. Like I personally don't have any problems with the term work. Um, but I definitely see why some people feel like this is so much harder than it needs to be. Like, you know, we are both constantly reflecting on different shadows that we notice within ourselves and And each other and each other. Yes, absolutely. Um, because that's what having a, you know, expansive friendship is all about. Right. And, 
you know, we don't need to spend days journaling, you know, we don't need to, right? Yeah, we don't, it's, it is fucking helpful. Don't get me wrong. Um, if it's a big one, but sometimes you just need to actually just go, you know what? Fuck. Okay. I see that. Mm. And just move through it, move past it. Yeah. Well, we had the chat this week and you were like, you do your shadow work in your head. And I was like, yeah, 90% of the time. Mm. Yeah. I think for me, it's so uncomfortable. I don't think I very rarely even journal about it. Mm. I'm just like having a conversation with someone and I'm just like, fuck awareness. Whoa. That's, that's like, I'm either like, that's a wall or that's, that's a pattern. That's a shadow. And I'm like, interesting. Let me sit on that. And then me being the kind of person I am to intellectualize, I then start breaking down my entire life and I can see where all of those patterns have played out. And I'm like, Hmm, cool. Okay. I thank you so much universe for showing me this pattern, this shadow. I will move through that and move past it. Yeah, and I think a really big point to have here is that once you kind of do shadow work all of the time, right, when you start to actually build a freaking practice, you actually start to do it naturally in your everyday life and it doesn't become work, it just becomes living and then there is Mm. no work to do. It's called the irony of living a conscious shadow work life where you're constantly choosing to not better yourself because you want things but because you want to better yourself to be happy and have peace. Mm. Like I'm not here searching for everything i'm really just searching for internal happiness Mm. peace Mm. peace is the word that i keep coming back to recently Mm. just trying to find peace i mean that's something that i've been you know striving you know for for a while but i think that it's something that i'm beginning to really hear a lot of you know through readings that i do people that everyone's just looking for peace and that peace that we're all seeking is not going to be found outside. It's not going to be found by having, you know, all of your, you know, desires met through, you know, having all of the money or having the perfect job or the perfect business or whatever. It's going to come from your frequency within yourself and how, you know, comfortable and safe you feel within that. Mm, Right. And then just kind of being able to actually sit in that and sit with yourself. Yeah. And make changes. And make changes, yes. Like shadow work. I always say to people, so many people I ask, hey, are you doing shadow work? And they go, yeah. And I'm like, awesome. What are the changes you've decided to make based on your last lot of shadow work? And people just kind of look at me like I have three horns sticking out of my head. And they're like, what do you mean? Like, I just noticed that I wasn't doing the things. And I was Mm. like, whoa. Are you doing the things? You're not integrating the shadow. (laughs) Like, you actually have to... They're not always physical tasks. But to be honest, like, maybe... 75% of them are, but there are things you can do to then actually take action, even if it is something you see through generations. Mm. Like, I can tell you the generational shadow work that I do requires me to re-change and re-interact with the same people in whole new ways. Yeah, and I think as well, like, sometimes we're talking about that other 30% where there's not, like, action-based stuff. Sometimes it just is an awareness of like holy shit this is a pattern i have and then going you know if that is just who i am because like some of the things as well like sometimes your shadows are actually just innate parts of you and your personality and your energy that you fear yeah right and so sometimes your shadows actually aren't supposed to be something that you run from it actually gets to be part of you that you like integrate and choose of like okay cool i'm aware that i don't like that part of myself but 
actually it is my fucking superpower and so therefore I'm going to choose to step into that superpower I've had so many of those you know shadows of of myself come up recently I'm like fuck okay I've feared that but I can see that that is actually part of me trying to run away from something Mm. right I can't change that innate part of myself I just have to change how I show up in that space yeah right but I guess that there is still an action yeah so you have to go out and do something extravagant it's like it's that choice Choice. right which we keep saying like everything Mm -hmm. is a fucking choice like do I choose to be afraid or do I choose to stand up yeah Mm. Mm. I don't see that as an action but I can totally see how it could be an action Mm. yeah I guess I was just sitting there questioning myself I was I was just like what am I saying and does that make sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I don't have anything else to add I think if you do want to come change, come hang out in our world. If you do want to raise your frequency and manifest a different way of being, mm-hmm. come hang out with us. So what's happening in your world unless you have anything else to add? I no, I think that we... No, with that, was, I think we'd pretty well wrap oh. that up. Thanks. Um, what's happening in my world, my loves? I am launching my 2023 readings. I know I keep talking about it, but um, I'm letting you know that it's coming. And if you're not on my mailing list already, then you've already missed pre-sale. So um, outside of that, well, actually, basically what those readings are, guys, you get a healing and activation to just completely energize yourself for the new year. And obviously you get a full tarot and psychic reading just to see what is coming for you in 2023. And I have just announced that I'm running a masterclass this month, which is called Leading With Your Intuition. And it is basically about recognizing when you are stuck in you know those anxious thought patterns and you're overthinking everything and you're just stuck in your mind rather than actually leading from your heart and your intuition so uh, the link will be below for that that'll be on the 23rd of november i don't know what time yet i haven't decided but that will be the date that repay will be available so uh, that is pretty well me right now we before you go into yours yeah that's fine guys um we obviously have our in-person events happening here in newcastle on the central coast so if you are in newcastle we have um our last event for this year on november 13th which is like this sunday if you've missed that don't panic we are going to have more in january they are actually available to join the link will be below if you are more down the central coast sydney space then absolutely come to our one in the entrance which is on the 20th of november so all the details will be below for that and all of our upcoming in-person events so these are cacao breath work and sound healing events and it'll change your fucking life Mm. what about you we just like hold this yeah. second of life. I'm just loving that. I'm loving it. Same. I'm yeah. so excited for the weekend. Mm, me too. Um, how to kind of jump into my world right now is I have spaces open for my intake of become a healer. So it's also known as soul healer. It kind of changes between the two because you get to be your own healer and you also get to be a healer for others. So it is a nine month long journey where you receive four certifications that are backed by IICT. So you get formalized training. So you get to walk others down the path of healing and whilst hanging out in my world, you also get to heal yourself. 
and move through and learn shadow work and learn the aspects of seeing yourself and how to witness others in seeing them as well. So it's a really powerful nine month journey. And I just honestly, it's like the blessing in my life that I get to walk souls through this. Mm. And then the other way is that I have two spots left for intake for next year to do one-to-one coaching with me in the first quarter. So this is all about embodiment work, getting in the body, doing breath work, going through the place of how do I come back to the place of I and stop people pleasing and how to raise that frequency of yours. Mm. That's me. Amazing. Well, I just want to thank you for tuning in for this week's episode. Yes. Thank you so much. We'll see you next Wednesday. We love you and we're grateful that you come and hang out with us on a weekly basis. Bye, guys. Bye.